0: Hello. 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 Um, welcome back to the, uh, Dramatic Depression Diaries. I have depression. I want to kill myself. Anyway, um, no, it's not going to be that high energy of a thing. I'm just leaving my Wednesday night adult acting class that I had to teach entirely on Zoom. Uh, So that's interesting. So I'm making all the scene work into monologues, but they're still gonna do all the script analysis and stuff. Anyway, so uh, let's try. Let's try to do a part one, part two, part three. Let's see what happens. We'll just do a quick one. I'm going to either figure out how to make this app, Podbean, whatever, make it work properly, um, or I'm just going to go back to using Anchor. I'll export all this audio and just get to the Anchor app again, uh, because that's easier. It lets me edit it easier, add sounds easier, rearrange parts easier, it uploads it to Spotify and iTunes and all that stuff for me, and it doesn't try to, um, you know, microtransaction me to death. So anyway, um, so this might be my last one on Podbean. Uh, so part one, what's up? I just taught my adult acting class, like I said. And my, yeah, my youth, my Wednesday afternoon uh, acting class for youth. Uh, but I was teaching voiceover today, like an introduction to voiceover and uh, different voiceover like, personalities. <sighs> uh, but primarily for commercials. Voiceover for commercials. Um, and the focus is more on just like introduction. To the type of type of copy that they'll get, uh, how to approach the material, what we do these things called voiceover like colors, which are kind of just a a quick, it's like a little crib sheet of personalities and flavors for different products uh, and uh, like emotions. Um, But we tell you know this kind of said like you know this is a commercial, um, and commercials are no longer things that that we like you know that we see when we we see parody commercials right where somebody is actively trying to sell you a thing that doesn't really work anymore right so we can't be like Wow Betsy this is a really awesome thing you're trying to sell me right and so like that's not uh, that's not how commercials are done Uh, commercials are often called like real people scripts or commercial scripts or sometimes called like real people scripts because You won't buy something. You don't trust somebody or buy something from someone who's trying to sell you something because you don't trust them. Right. But you will buy something or trust somebody uh, in regards to like if if it's a friendly recommendation. Right. And they don't really push too hard on it. Uh, A lot of commercials that are like 30 seconds. um, Sometimes they're trying to tell you a little bit about the product. Uh, If it's new product. Sometimes they're trying to give you a feeling about the product, uh, like any beer commercial. <laughs> any beer commercial, because of the laws and stuff about how you can't really drink a beer on television, or there's some certain there's some certain regulations. I don't think it's illegal. I think they're just like, we'd rather you not. But in my Four Peaks commercial, I drank the beer. So, But that's internet only, I guess. I don't know. I don't know where that's airing, actually. Um... And I don't have that agent anymore, so, oh well, you know. I I mean, I'm sad it took me 12 years to get fired from my agent or me to fire my agent because she's been kind of terrible for so long. Not terrible and like, yeah, so she doesn't respond to my emails. She expects immediate response to her emails, but when I tell her to update my address... Uh, my mailing address in her system or update my headshots or upload my voiceover demo or anything. It just never fucking happens. So, uh, it was interesting. Also, she's very rude. And she's like a screamer boomer on uh, like social media and stuff. Whatever. Anyway, so we're talking about voiceover. Um, and uh, what we were working with with the kids today for voiceover was milk commercials um so the uh, 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 oof, sorry about that um the uh, arizona milk producers put out a bunch of ads kind of promoting milk and dairy right and uh one of the scripts that we did today was called the milk party um uh, It's actually a commercial from, like, 2001 or something. Like, it's an old commercial. Uh, But it's still relevant. Um, So it just says, like, oh, I'm going to, you know, when I'm old enough to vote, I'm going to start a whole new party. And it's going to be called the Milk Party. And we're going to represent people who want to live healthy lives with strong bones and big muscles. And when we have to get into some sort of debate behind closed, and negotiate behind closed doors, nobody's going to want to mess with us. Uh, Milk, cheese, and yogurt. Have your three every day. A message from the Arizona milk producers, I think is what it is. Anyway, I'm trying to do that from memory while I'm driving. Uh, Because I had to hear it a bunch today as my students all recited it. And um, so that one, for example, you know, you're trying to be friendly. You know, you're trying to inspire people, right, to take action. And if you're trying to inspire people to take action, buy a thing, vote, have your three every day, buy milk, cheese, and yogurt, or whatever, you want to spend more time uh, emphasizing the verbs than the adjectives, right? Because the adjectives are great when you're trying to give someone a feeling about a particular product, like, you know, a soap or a beer, right? So you're like refreshing, crisp—not the soap, that's the the beer is refreshing, or could work for either, I guess. Um, but you try to you try to relish those to give people the opportunity to, uh, you know, they establish a feeling about the product. But with a uh, commercial where they're trying to inspire you to take action, you want to relish, or you want to really pay attention to the verbs, right? So, um, uh, you know, the, uh, what, I'm trying to think of one. Um, Mom likes them because they, no, mom likes them because they're good for us. I like them because they taste great berry berry kick cereal something like that it's another commercial it is I have like fucking burned into my skull from teaching acting for the camera and commercials for the past 10 years but it's like mom which is because you're setting up a parallelism you're setting up uh uh parallel things for mom this and I that so you want to emphasize the nouns there but then um, mom likes them because they're good for us right um, you want to focus on the likes, like mom likes them, uh, because they're good for us. You wouldn't say mom likes them because they're good for us. Right. Cause like you're saying, wait, is all cereal not good for kids? Cause all cereal is not good for kids. It's just sugar. Right. Um, and then, uh, I like them. I like them because they taste great. Right. And so you want to put more emphasis on the taste. I like taste. Anyway, doesn't matter. So that's what I was saying. This is as far as that goes, and not dropping the energy at the end of the line. Yada, yada, yada. Making sure that you say the product because that should be obvious. Like the product should be clear, you know? Um, yeah, so that was just teaching you to intro voiceover. Pretty easy. Man, I gotta yawn so much. I think it's because I'm sitting, and when I'm sitting and talking, I'm sitting and talking and I'm not standing up. I'm not breathing deeply. I'm not projecting. I mean, I am projecting. But my body is not prepared properly. So I'm running out of oxygen, so I have to keep yawning. Go figure. Um, so then I disinfected the studio again and then went and got a sandwich from and a Starbucks. I saw no other humans. I got a Starbucks coffee and a sandwich at Capriati's and a person at Capriati's talked to me because I'm wearing my support local theater t-shirt and, uh, and yeah, he talked to me about theater and stuff and he was like, oh man, I can't, you know, I used to like doing theater Uh, I used to do Shakespeare and I used to make clothes and stuff but he's like, my body can't take it anymore, you know He's like, oh, I got this injury and that injury and this injury, like he just said like, uh, he had a lot of problems and he didn't really look, like he didn't look like a fit man, which is fine. Like I'm not judging other people's fitness, but I'm just saying like, as an actor, your body needs to be able to do stuff that you want it to do when you want to do it, right? So you have to have some level of, I don't know, most of the calories I burn are just from anxiety at this point, whatever. So, uh, anyway, he was like, oh yeah, I just can't do it anymore. Uh, and then he was like, I said something like, oh yeah, I'm not 22 anymore. I can't, you know, be working, th- you know, three jobs all the time. Spoiler alert, yes, I am. I'm still doing, I'm not 22, but I'm still doing three jobs all the time. And I'm really tired. But I don't, I think I was also tired then. Like, I had no, I don't think I was like, this is the best time of my life. I think I was like, all of this work and struggle and pain will be worth it in 10 years when I don't have to do this anymore. I don't have to hustle as hard and I can kind of rest on my laurels. Uh, That turned out not to be true. Anyway, he said he was like old and blah, blah, blah and having all these issues and stuff. And he was like, yeah, I'm 33. I can't blah, 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 blah. And he said like he's 33 and he looks terrible for 33 and I was like, ooh, don't say my age. I'll be 32, like, in, a in like, two weeks. Uh, and I, I'm not saying I look good. Like, I've lost most of my hair. I've developed a nice little gut. Um, I'm kind of... I've got a lot of bad facial scarring. Uh, my teeth are fucked now that I stopped... Because I got depressed and I stopped doing my, like, Invisalign and my retainers and stuff. So my teeth are fucking garfunkled. Um, and it's... Garfunkel's not a verb, it's just so it's just an expletive that I use that doesn't mean anything. Um So I'm not looking great, but I was like, Ew. But the thing that annoyed me the most the thing that annoyed me the most, besides just talking to me, I was like, I really don't want to have a social interaction with you right now. I'm trying to make this sandwich. Because I have like 15 minutes between my youth class and my adult class, and I need some of that time to like eat this sandwich so if you're talking to me you're causing me hunger pains because I haven't eaten because I my office is closed my day job office is closed and they have snacks and I usually eat those snacks for breakfast and they have a catered lunch every day Um, and so I usually eat the catered lunch so then what am I required to fend for myself for just dinners right and on a day like today where I'm working from home, uh, that means I don't have breakfast. Uh, that means I don't have lunch, uh, and then I go to teach, uh, and I finally, I finally get my first meal at about six twenty-five when I take three bites of a sandwich, and then I teach a three-hour-long class, which is fine. Uh, this is this is this is, these are the consequences of my actions. This is what I deserve, right? This is. This is the life that I have chosen. Um, That doesn't mean I can't complain about it. It just means I'll keep complaining about it, right? And that's, therein lies the rub, eh? Um, Or is it B? To be or not? Um, Anyway, so then I taught my adult acting class on Zoom which is a foundational, it's an eight-week foundational course. So we've got people who have never done acting before, people who have various experience doing other things or acting adjacent things. I have a, a former NFL player in my class, and I've got someone who does, like, uh, voiceover for an uh, education textbook company, uh, which is something that I used to do. And, uh, yeah, and then also people who are just like, I don't know, I just want to try this, right? Um, a retired teacher who's trying to make it work. Like it is really, it's a diverse group of like backgrounds, but it, it always hits the same kind of. I always get like kind of. It's like a diverse demographic, but it's always like the same collage. You know, it's always like one older white guy, um, two like uh, maybe uh, like a middle aged white woman, um, and then you get uh, like younger. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I don't know anybody's race. Other, like, I just don't, I don't know their race. Like, I don't, they're not, they're brown, they're not black, but I don't know what they, oh, 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 I think one of them is like Hawaiian or something, but I don't know. It doesn't matter. But like, we get, um, just a diverse group of backgrounds and a diverse group of people And I always have to pick new scripts and plays and everything for everybody, which is nice. And I give them work based off of what I've learned about them in the first four weeks of the class, you know. I'm like, oh, you're a physician. You really care about these things and cleanliness and stuff. So, um, you know, especially with all the virus stuff happening. So why don't I give you a monologue from Sarah Rule's The Clean House, which talks about cleaning your own house, right? but uh, today we did Uta Hagen's exercise number two, which is like the fourth wall exercise. Uh, kind of, It's like, I just call it like the fake phone call exercise. Oof, also the studio owner joined in the Zoom and like, I don't know if she was listening to me in the background or watching or whatever, but she, she was just in the Zoom classroom and I was like, I feel watched, <laughs> which is fine. I'm not gonna change what I do. Basically, like, what are you gonna do, fire me? fuck it, I'm quitting in a couple weeks when I kill myself so it doesn't matter um, so this is uh, we did the, you know, the phone monologues and it was really you know, the phone, fake phone calls which was nice, had them do it again give them some redirection, take some notes we took a break, we talked about the book um, and all that stuff and it was good um, you know, the students that attended digitally got something out of it you know, um, the students that just kind of no-called, no-showed, well, they now call no-showed, right? That's like their deal. It's their wasted money. I don't care. I'm not... like The class is already made, right? I had nine people when it started. I have three people tonight. <laughs> like I already got paid. I get paid in advance. Like I don't... You know what I mean? I get paid on day one of the class, so it doesn't matter to me. Um, Oof. Okay. Well, let's. That'll be the end of part one. It's like twenty-ish minutes. That'll be the end of part one. Uh, let's do part two. Okay. I got part two. Part two. Part two is the love letter slash voicemail um, to uh, someone who is. No longer with me. Okay. So this, I did A uh, in the previous episode, and now I will do B. I've got a lot of Bs in my life, so I'm going to focus on one uh, right now. So I'm going to go ahead and... Oh, and I'm not breaking up the parts, apparently, because fucking Podbean doesn't let me re-edit and merge things. Or it lets you merge things, but it doesn't let you pick the order of the merged things. So then when I tried to merge part 1, 2, and 3, it was like, part 3, 2, and 1? I was like, no! And then I, it just wouldn't let me do it no matter which way I selected the pieces, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, this is a shitty app. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going to change it. But anyway, I'm going to give a fake phone call to B and leave a nice little voicemail for them. So, uh, here we go. Um, Alexa, call B. Just kidding. Alexa's not... I have an iPhone. Um... That's a joke. Anyway, it's ringing. Ring. Ring. They probably see that it's me, and they're going, Ugh. Um, I mean, like, th- theoretically, the person. I'm not calling anybody. Ring. Uh, hey, this is B. You got my voicemail, so do what you do. Or don't. I don't give a fuck. Beep. Hey. Hey, B. It is me. It's Will. I know we haven't talked in a while. Uh, I've... It's been really rough. It's been really rough couple of years um, for me specifically. However, I do want to acknowledge that you have had a rough couple of years along with me. You know, like, um, you know, our uh, paths crossed and uh, for, a you know, a while. And you, and this is what I understood. Like, yes, I was going through a hard time. You know, I'm going through a hard time now. Uh, but you have been going through a hard time all the time. And the fact that you still keep going, like the strength and the resiliency and the passion for like the arts and and feminism and, uh, and standing up for yourself and calling shit bullshit you know when you need to like that's the stuff like and i you know i know that i said i loved you um and in a romantic way um which the you know the conversation went like this kind of i was like i i, I did my like, my long my long long gaze um and then i uh you know probably whatever and then pulled away and then said um I love, and then you said, don't, in the middle. <laughs> and then I left your apartment or your house or whatever. So um, that's that's fine. I think you were like the third person I told that I loved that week. I think I was just like on new antidepressants uh, and also mushrooms, I think, at one point. So, I, but I did want to say that um, you did not have to show me kindness, you know, the world had not shown you kindness. And as a person who was, uh, you were, uh, exploring and developing a different identity, uh, sexual identity, and trying to come to terms with what that means for you, uh, as a, as an individual, as a, as a single person, um, and in the dating world and what that looks like and what that means, um, you, you definitely did not have to take me on as a project, um, we had a lot of fun together. I think I like to think we were we were friends, but it's one of those things where I mean I felt like i was i don't i don 't feel like I was being used just for sex, but I was definitely like you were getting more sex than I was enjoying, but I never enjoyed whatever <clears throat> um, yeah, and then for the first oof. <clears throat> for the first uh, couple of weeks. <laughs> um, you know, I couldn't even do any of that stuff because I was on antidepressants that made none of that work. But we still had fun. We got to see movies together and plays and stuff. And it was just nice to have a companion for a little while. Um, uh, you know, uh, you're probably the first person that I've <clears throat> uh, was unofficially, you know, I guess I would say that we were like dating, but we weren't like in an exclusive relationship. Um, and that was by uh, that was by both of our requests, right? Um, you know, you had said that you were not uh, interested in uh, men anymore, <clears throat> and uh, and I totally get that. But I'm not, you know, uh, super masculine. I don't know. I feel like you were like the second or third like lesbian that I had dated because I come off as such a like I'm feminine, I guess, whatever that means. Um, So I just want to say thank you for uh, your your kindness and your understanding. And I know that you. You know, you have uh, like struggles and flaws and issues, and you suffer from a lot of the same issues that I do as a performer in this town. (coughs) But know that me, as a person who has spent some time with you, that I think you're great. Um. (coughs) Mm -hmm. (coughs) All right, I'm in my apartment. So, B, as I was saying, I think you're really great. Uh, Like, you're totally deserving of love, and you're totally a competent person, especially in the performing arts. Like, you're one of the few... Like, yes, you can do musicals, and you do do musicals. You can also improvise, and you also tell funny stories. And that's not even to get on, like, how... Like, awesome of of a performer you are, right? So, um... I just, I really wanted to say, like, thank you. And you had been burned by, you know, like, dating other actors and stuff in this town. And and you had no reason to take a risk on me, you know? Uh, and there were so many reasons why we shouldn't have, um, like, uh, dated. But I'm glad that it happened. And I'm glad uh, that... Uh, You came over to my apartment and took the knife out of my hand. That was a really nice evening when I had a mental breakdown because my cell phone uh, My phone number that I had had for my entire life um, Of having a phone number, right? So it's like since I don't know 2006 or something the only phone number I've ever had uh, Was uh abruptly disconnected because it was on the ex-wife's phone plan and she decided just to drop me just drop me from the fucking plan without letting me know. Um and it disconnected my number and uh and I was unable to get my phone number back within a reasonable amount of time, so I was having like a panic attack of just like all this stuff and how could this person do this to me and what did I do to deserve such terrible treatment from a person who said they loved me, yada, yada, yada. And so I'm glad that you, you know, uh, came over and you helped me, you know, through that situation. I hope that I can help you through a similar, not, I hope you don't have to go through a similar situation, but I hope that one day, you know, someone, maybe me, maybe not someone, just somebody helps talk you off the ledge the way you did for me. Uh... That said, all those wonderful things that I love um, about you as a person, uh, I do also have to say that I was really hurt. Really, really hurt. Um, but I know it doesn't matter. I know my feelings don't matter. And so I haven't brought this up, and you'll never hear this, so it doesn't matter. But I just, I just, You become really, really close. It sounds like you become close friends, really good friends with the ex-wife, right? And uh, she, you know, still hasn't talked to me for two years, treated me terribly, cut off my phone. I lost my job, my house, everything. Um... I got my car repossessed because of her. Like all of the terrible things that she had done and dismantled my life systematically and treated me like uh, abomination, like subhuman for so long, it just baffles me that you would befriend and trust somebody like that. Um, I get it though, because she's very good, the ex-wife is very good at appealing to people and getting them to like you. but, you know, just know that she's uh, really looking out for herself. It's fake. Uh, she'll turn on you at any minute. Anyway, so I just wanted to say that uh, oh, that's hard. And also when you didn't come to my show that I had tickets for you at, but you instead went to her show on the same evening, that, that I think was the last straw for me where I was like, OK, I got to stop investing so much into B because this fucking hurts. Anyway, this is the end of part. To, I guess, this is not really a love letter, but anymore now that I've kind of got on this part. But um, I miss laughing with you. I miss uh, how forward you are, you know? Like, I remember one time I was talking. I was talking and talking and talking and making jokes because I have, like, insomnia and whatnot. And I was making jokes as we were trying to go to sleep. And you were, like, and I was unemployed because I had just gotten divorced and lost everything. Um, and you were, like... I have to go to sleep. Please stop talking. You know what I mean? And it was like, all right, nice. Yeah. Because, you know, previously no one would ever tell me what they wanted and you were the first person to do that. So thank you. And, um, you're enough. You are enough. You are competent and deserving of love, uh, and a good person which can't be said for all of us. Okay, this is the end of part two. I don't think I'm going to do a part three because I'm home. And part three would be... I don't know. I feel like I talked about theater enough, so fuck it. Part three is part one combined. All right, that's the end of this. Uh, I'm going to move all this stuff to Anchor, probably, because fuck this app. Um... Uh, It doesn't even play like I try to play previous episodes and I just get a constant error of Failed to load media or whatever. I'm like motherfucker. I recorded it on this device How can you not load it on this device? Anyway, doesn't matter so um, you know, whatever I don't you know Don't even bother to like follow or comment or anything here because it's not gonna be here anymore But uh, if you heard this I Hope it made you smile. I hope it made your darkness just a little brighter Uh, Until next time.